Love Here we go. Radio. Right, 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 right. Welcome to the Koi Pond and Water Garden Podcast. A podcast for the aquatically obsessed. With your host, Mike Gannon, the Pond Hunter. In pursuit of all things aquatic, bringing you Koi Pond and Water Garden advice straight from the field. The show starts now. All right. Yeah. Hey, man. Show starts now. Got waterfall? I do. I do indeed. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and checking out the latest episode of the Koi Pond Water Garden Podcast. My name is Mike Gannon, and I am the owner of Full Service Aquatics. We are a Koi Pond water garden and water feature company based out of Summit, New Jersey. And I am the host here of the Koi Pond Water Garden Podcast. Welcome to episode 57. And uh, we're in the middle of winter right now. So this is going to be kind of a uh, a winter-oriented podcast. We're going to talk about some deep winter pond-keeping tips for those of you that do have to deal with winter. Now, I know everybody's kind of located all over the place. A lot of you are, don't even have to deal with winter, and you can just run your pond year-round as it is. So this is kind of some interesting, very specific information for those pond-keepers that do have to deal with winter. For example, I'm based out of New Jersey, where we most definitely have to deal with winter. We have all seasons changing throughout the year, and winter, we can have some pretty extreme conditions, and they're going to typically happen around, you know, January, February, around that time. Some areas get into what I would call deep winter earlier. Some get into it a little bit later, and it can last into March pretty easily, at least in my area. So this podcast is going to focus on some midwinter pond keeping tips. You know, for most of the year, I think pond keepers have a pretty fair grasp on how to manage and deal with their ponds. But winter is still a bit mysterious because, you know, we're not outside anymore. We're not hanging around the pond as much. Things can kind of get away from us. It's almost out of sight, out of mind. And sometimes it most truly is out of sight. You may not be able to see your pond due to snow, due to ice, all sorts of conditions. Winter is a pretty unforgiving time. We get a lot of storms, wild temperature swings. I mean, we can go from 40 degrees to zero degrees in 12 hours. It's insane, especially in this particular area. And some really damaging conditions can be created. So it's kind of funny. We spend a lot of time watching winter. We watch the winter weather programs, and we love seeing those blizzards and seeing all those storms. And we do it from the comfort of our homes while our ponds are out there dealing with with these conditions. It can get so uncomfortable that we can't be outside and therefore things can kind of get away from you. Sometimes accessibility to your pond, greatly limited. Maybe you just physically can't get to your pond. So it's all sorts of conditions and variables and variations on um, how we need to approach our pond keeping 
during the deep winter months. Um, you know, our fish at this time of year, they're in a state of torpor, which is kind of like hibernation, not exactly hibernation by definition, but uh, I would say you could almost use those terms interchangeably. Um, torpor is the real definition for it. And our fish are just kind of in a state of being still and, and rest. Uh, they're not eating right now. They can be easily stressed out this time of year. Um, they're in a weakened state. And my fish, for example, haven't eaten since, uh, gosh, late October. And it, we're, we're rolling into February pretty soon. So imagine they, they would be in a weakened state, as in our, all fish who deal with these types of conditions. And being weakened, of course, they'll be easily stressed out and more prone to health issues. So it's something we have to kind of keep in mind uh, just because we're not dealing with our pond doesn't mean that the fish don't, doesn't mean the fish go away. Um, equipment is something to consider. You know, if some ponds are designed to run year round, the type of ponds that, that I install, for example, they're designed and engineered to run year round. Of course, you have to be careful during extreme weather, of course, but otherwise, they can run you around. I pretty much never turn my pond off. It runs and runs. Right now, as we speak, it's covered in ice. I could go out and walk on it. My waterfall is mostly covered in ice. Um, but everything's running underneath, you know. But you got to be careful for the ponds that aren't equipped to run you around. Um, you can look at some damage. And damage can be expensive. Uh, your equipment could be covered in snow and ice cracking and breaking and those plastic parts that get very brittle you know those are things that you need to take care of hopefully before winter hits but this time of year if if that's what's going on you gotta hopefully make sure that you're not getting into trouble or, or you're gonna wake up in spring to find some expensive issues plumbing problems can occur uh, equipment like ultraviolet clarifiers external pumps Submersible pumps, all pumps, ionizers, air pumps, you know, all these, these pieces of equipment that we have hooked up to our pond, um, winter can be pretty damaging with them. So that's one of the things that you need to keep in mind this time of year, too. Your, your equipment um, hopefully was winterized. And if not, you need to go and kind of check on it now. So, again, spring doesn't give you any surprises. It's, it's just too easy to get left out in the cold, quite literally left out in the cold. My company, what we do for our clients, I, I want my clients to have peace of mind going into the winter months. Um, as a matter of fact, we have a service for the winter months called the peace of mind service. But anyway prior to needing the peace of mind service, my company offers what's called a winter prep service. We do winterization of ponds, koi ponds, water gardens, water features, all of that. We typically do it in October um, and it kind of rolls into November as well. So we get all that stuff done and I, I'll give you a quick rundown of what we're doing for that. If you're just doing your winter prep, what we're going in, and this is general, uh, I know that every pond system is different, but for most of the ponds we deal with, we're cleaning the skimmer. We're making the, sure the pump system is is taken out and cleaned. The intake is, is cleaned and cleared of any debris for the pump. 
Um, the biofilter gets cleaned and serviced. We try to remove debris, macro debris, like leaves and other large debris from the pond. We're not doing drain and cleans this time of year, typically, typically, although we do. Um, we cut back the aquatic plants. After the first freeze, most aquatic plants are going to kind of mush, brown, curl over, and die in the pond. So we try to avoid that. We just cut everything back so we don't have excess debris during the winter months. And we just check everything, the lighting system. Ultraviolet and ionizers, those really can't run year-round. So we winterize those and get them out of service for the winter months. We install the early stage, the de-icers. We typically use a floating de-icer and we use an aerator uh, to get our clients through the winter months. We inspect the livestock, of course. We try to get a count of how many fish there are going into winter and see what kind of condition they're in. Um, you know, we do these things and we do water treatments, et cetera. That, that would be like kind of a very typical winter preparation service, right? Um, however, by late January, February, a lot of time has passed and your pond very likely needs some type of service by now. Surely there's been at least a couple of storms in between that time, um, or even if not, Generally speaking, you're going to need some service. If you're going to experience some negative consequences to your pond, it's most likely going to happen in deep winter. Not so much in November, December, not so much in March, April when it's so cold. January and February are the culprits when it comes to issues with koi ponds, water gardens, water features. Happens in deep winter when things are at the wildest, you know, crazy storms, wind, all sorts of stuff, wild temperature swings. So you don't want to wait until spring to find out your plumbing lines cracked and needs to be dug up. Your $1,000 UV is, is broken, cracked and flooded. Your pump is burned out or worst of all, you lose all your fish, your livestock, your aquatic pets because your air pump blew, you know. $120 air pump could have been replaced. These are expensive problems. I feel terrible during the spring when we have to deal with these things. I don't like charging people for that kind of stuff. You know, my goal is not to, gosh, not to have to deal with those things. I'll tell you what, my goal is to have people be successful in their pond keeping and, and enjoy every moment of it year round. So those problems can be avoided with a quick midwinter service for your pond. Here's some things to do for your pond during the midwinter, deep winter time of year. Get out to your pond. Of course, you need to go up to it. You can't check it from your kitchen window. Get out to your pond um, and you want to check your skimming system. Make sure you empty your collection basket. Some of you have your ponds netted. Some of you don't. There's all sorts of different variables, but your collection basket can still have debris collected in there, netting or not. So make sure your collection basket is emptied. Check your pump system. Now's a good time. I know it's a little cold, but it's a good time of year to disconnect your pump and just check the pump intake. And generally speaking, if you do that now, uh, you're going to be good come March or April. Check your de-icers, your floating de-icer. Make sure it's running and functioning. Make sure your aerator is running and functioning. If there's not ice cover, try to get a look at the livestock. 
lot of times they just sit very still on the bottom. They're very easy to see, very easy to count, very easy to get a good look at them because the water is usually super clear this time of year as well. Check out your livestock. Check out your other equipment if you have anything else hooked up. Um, just make sure everything's in good, good shape and check your water level. When we get icy conditions, that ice is coming from your pond, right? So if, it's get, if that water is getting locked up in ice, that means your water level in your pond is dropping. So you may have to fill or top off your pond. Who knows? And also, if you have cold water bacteria, you can do water treatments, but otherwise, you don't really have to do water treatments this time of year. We like to make note for our clients of if there was snow cover, and if so, what the depth of the snow was, if there's ice cover, the thickness of the ice, you know, because sometimes we drill through the ice. And if you need to, if you're having an emergency situation and you need to open the ice in your pond, don't use hammers. Don't try to kick your way through. Let me give you that piece of advice. Um, but don't use hammers. Don't use sledgehammers, all that kind of stuff. Uh, if you can, if you have a drill, get a, get a, a hole saw bit. Uh, they're probably like 20 bucks, something like that. And literally drill a hole in the ice. It's going to be so much easier for you. Chipping through ice is incredibly difficult. I've done it many times to my detriment every time and probably stress the heck out of the fish that were in the pond as well. Bang and bang and bang and away. Don't do that. Get a hole saw. You're going to drill your, your hole right into the ice. It's going to be quick. It's going to be easy. It's not going to be that loud. And uh, you'll be like, thank you, Mike. Thank you so much for that awesome advice. And you're going to write me letters and give me five, five star reviews, right? Of course you will. Um, so use a hole saw. They work really well. I've seen people suggest melting water. I think if, if ice is very thin, you can melt a hole through it. Um, if it's more than an inch, melting a hole through the ice is a little difficult. Plus, we're in the business of ponds, so our service needs to be independent of needing our, our customers to melt holes in the ice. And we need to be fast. We need to be efficient. So, again, I'll, I'll fall back on that drill with the hole saw time and time again um, until something better comes along, you know, like maybe a laser or something like that. So that's what you want to do. Don't, you know, open up your ice, do what you need to do uh, once the ice is open, which is probably get a de-icer in there or an aerator. Okay. But those are some good, good tips for what you need to do. Okay. Um, I know that conditions can vary from location to location. I'm presenting some very general suggestions. All of them, some or none of them may apply to your particular pond. So keep that in mind. Um, but those are some great deep winter pond keeping tips. And hey, everybody, I'm Mike Gannon. I'm the host of this here Koi Pond Water Garden Podcast. You can find me on YouTube as host of the Pond Hunter video series. I am author of the Love Your Pond blog. I'm a Koi Pond water garden and water feature professional. My company is Full Service Aquatics. We're based out of Summit, New Jersey. If you want to talk about a project, give me a call. I am more than happy to talk to you about a project. I'm also happy to help you with your pond if you have any issues, any questions that you want to try to work out. I can be very helpful, even if it's just over the phone. My website is fullserviceaquatics, 
aquatics.com. My email is mgannon at fullserviceaquatics.com. That's mgannon at fullserviceaquatics.com. Or give me a call, 908-277-6000. And I look forward to speaking with you. And thank you guys so much. I'm very thankful that you tuned in to uh, hear the podcast. And I appreciate it very much. We'll catch you next time on the Koi Pond Water Garden Podcast. I'm Mike Gannon. Keep it pondy, everybody. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Pond Hunter Radio Broadcast on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Mike Gannon, the Pond Hunter. In the pursuit of all things aquatic, broadcasting Wednesday nights on Blog Talk Radio. The Pond Hunter, keeping it pondy for the aquatically obsessed. That's right. Keeping a pondy for the aquatically obsessed. We'll see you, everybody. I am in the pursuit of all things aquatics. I know you are, too. Peace.